This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. God is not intimidated by your doubts and your questions. And you shouldn't be afraid to ask. Do you understand? You shouldn't be afraid to ask. I mean, if it's not true, what are we doing here? We shouldn't be afraid of that. It is true. It doesn't require you to shut down your brain. It doesn't require you. You know, God doesn't want you to become an idiot in order to follow Him. Our faith is not blind. It's not foolish. It's not without foundation. It's built on on evidence. It's built on a solid foundation of truth. Have you ever taken the time to think about what you believe and why you believe it? If you have, then great. If you haven't, then right now is definitely the time. In today's message, Pastor Robert will exhort us to ask questions to know more of God's truths. God's Word is built on a solid foundation. Ask away. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. In James chapter 3, if you'll flip over there, James talks about what takes place here. You know, these guys, now not directly, but in the sense of a lesson that applies to what we see happening here at Galatia with Paul. They go in, and, and they go because it was the right thing to do. You know, God had given His testimony, if you will. The, the very testimony of God Himself was given to the Jewish people. Paul understood that. He understood we are the ones with the responsibility to communicate the heart and mind of God in our world. And so he went there to his brethren, to his family, you know, that, that's really when we talk about Jewish people, we talk about Israel and, you know, the Hebrew people. We're talking about a family, the children of Abraham. We're, we're talking about one extended family, extended over the centuries. And so, you know, Paul and Barnabas, Jewish men, leaders among their people, they go first to the synagogue. And it would seem in Iconium there, there were Jewish people, and, or maybe I should say Hebrew people, and then there were non-Hebrew people who had converted to Judaism. They believed in, in the, the one true and living God, and, and as much light as they had, you know. And, and so they're gathered there, and they went in, and Paul apparently, and, and the way it's worded, both of them, shared from the law. They shared from the prophets. They shared from the Old Testament Scriptures so powerfully and so clearly that a great multitude believed. There was a powerful proclamation of the gospel. Now that confronts me, I have to tell you. You know, because when I look at this and I consider what took place here, most of us, our temptation is to look at this, well, this is apostle, the Apostle Paul. I mean, of course, you know, I mean, the man was, was a dynamic teacher and, and, 
you know, preacher, you know, a proclaimer of truth. And that's true. But how did he, how did he become that? How did he become that? You know, I've, I've had people talk to me about that. And, and, but, you know, well, Robert, I mean, you're a pastor. Yeah, but I wasn't always a pastor. I was a partier. You understand? I was just like a lot of you. I mean, I was just an average guy. I worked in construction, you know, and, th- and then after that, the construction business went sour and I got a job in retail. I sold shoes for five years. And as a shoe salesman managing a shoe store, I became a Christian. And I realized whether it's construction or shoe sales or real estate, the stock market, medicine, you name it, God wants to do more than that in and through your life. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I could still be working in retail and following Jesus and serving Him. That's not the path that He had for me. But do you understand? I came to grips with the fact that He wants to do more. He wants to do more. Am I willing to let Him do more? Part of what He wanted to do was equip me. Where do we need to be equipped? Well, we need to be equipped to be able to articulate our faith. Do you know what you believe and why? And can you communicate it to your next door neighbor? 95% of Christians can't. It may even be higher than that. You know, I was in the office yesterday looking at the news online and, and I was struck by this comment, like a blog. You know, somebody had, had written back a comment. And the, the little byline for this guy's comment was, Are all Christians stupid and ignorant? Well, that's intriguing. Let me see what he thinks about that. And so I clicked on it and read his comments. And of course, his conclusion was, yes, all Christians are stupid and ignorant. And I had to laugh a little bit because as I'm reading through the thing, he's misspelling about every third word, you know, and his grammar's all out of whack. And I'm like, I was so tempted to write him back and say, you know, you're not the brightest candle on the block either, buddy. You better be careful there. And I thought, no, that's not what Jesus would do. So let me consider. And then as I read on, I realized there were others that agreed with him. There were some that didn't. There were some that maybe didn't think about what Jesus would do and just hammered him. But for the most part, the general consensus was this. Most Christians don't even know what they really believe. And if you start questioning them about their beliefs, they can't give you clear, intelligent answers. And that really troubled me because it's true. It's true. You know, I've shared with you, if you've been here for a while, years ago when we were starting the church and and just prior to that, we would have youth with a mission teams uh, go out on the streets with a survey, take a clipboard, about five questions, and, and the primary thrust of the survey was this, what do you believe about God and why do you believe it? And how does it affect your life? And what we found was that even among Christians that were, you know, you talk to them and you realize, yeah, you know, they've, they've, um, they've accepted the Lord and they go to church and they read their Bible. And, and, and we would say, yeah, this person is alive in Christ. Absolutely. But they couldn't really explain what that meant. They couldn't really 
communicate clearly what they believed and why they believed it. They couldn't back it up in a conversation. And this with people who were like on their side. You know what I mean? I mean, these were Christians asking, why are you a Christian? Why do you believe this? What's the basis for it? Where are you coming from? It's heartbreaking to realize it. Why is that true? Because most of us have never taken the time to just sit down and think it through. To really think it through. Just take the time to consider it. And and where there are doubts and questions, find answers. God is not intimidated by your doubts and your questions. And you shouldn't be afraid to ask. Do you understand? You shouldn't be afraid to ask. I mean, if it's not true, what are we doing here? We shouldn't be afraid of that. It is true. It doesn't require you to shut down your brain. It doesn't require you. You know, God doesn't want you to become an idiot in order to follow Him. Our faith is not blind. It's not foolish. It's not without foundation. It's built on on evidence. It's built on a solid foundation of truth. And we need to know. We need to know what we believe, why we believe it, and we need to be able to articulate it. Now, how do you do that? You know, we were given an exercise when I was a student in Youth with a Mission 20 years ago. Take a three, 22 years ago, take a three by five card and just write down four or five or six scriptures that identify what you believe and why you believe it. And then really think about these things and consider. And if it, if it brings up questions, eh, this, you know, this, you know, well, then get answers. Wrestle it through with God. This is not a, you know, it starts with a, what should be a 30-minute or a one-hour exercise with a Bible and maybe a concordance. If you don't know what a concordance is, you need to come ask me what a concordance is after the service so that I can explain it to you because it's a fundamental, just a wonderful tool for studying the Scriptures. But you need to sit down and make up that 3 by 5 card. You need to be able to articulate what you believe and why you believe it to other people. Why? Well, because that is your foundational responsibility as a Christian. That's why. We're commissioned by God to go and represent Him in our world. You have the opportunity to change, or at least be a part of God changing the eternal destiny of the people around you. We've talked about it before. As our time with you today comes to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to today's message on Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. If you're in the Miami-Dade County area and you don't yet have a church home, we'd love to have you join us here at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach for our weekly services. You'll find our location and service times at MainThingRadio.com, as well as more about who we are as church. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people, and we feel so blessed to be a part of it. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month, we'll be sharing spiritual leadership, 
Principles of Excellence for Every Believer by J. Oswald Sanders. This book is a great tool for learning about how a person's God-given leadership skills are developed and how using them for God's glory will yield the greatest effects. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. Thanks again for listening today. Be sure to tune in again for more from God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.